0: Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first 10 minutes of a private conversation between a Tudor personality and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job.
1: The date is 30th of May, 1593, and Queen Elizabeth is on the throne. Marlowe is on his way to the house of Eleanor Bull in Deptford, but... He's running late, so he flags down a taxi.
0: Alright, mate. Where to? Deptford. Ah, oh, south of the river, is it? Yes. Don't normally go south of the river, mate.
1: Well, I'll pay extra. Fair enough. Whereabouts in Deptford? Deptford the house of Eleanor Ball
0: I know where Deptford is mate but no idea who Eleanor Ball is you able to direct me when we get nearer of course where I picked you up from that big house doesn't that belong to Francis Wilsonham? yes that's right mate of his are you
1: well more of a colleague
0: oh I see work for the government do you well if I told you that I'd have to kill you Blimey, mate, Just making
1: conversation. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not in the best of moods. Why is that then? Uh, I was arrested about ten days ago. It's got me slightly worried. What did I get
0: you for?
1: I was publicly accused, albeit under an alias, of being an atheist.
0: Doesn't sound that bad.
1: Which is a crime punishable by death?
0: Oh. And are you? An atheist? Well, I'm not going to tell you. You could be anyone. Trust me, mate. I'm just a taxi driver. You could be a spy sent by Walsingham himself. But you hailed my cab. How would
1: that work? Oh, yes. Sorry, Walsingham has people everywhere. Does he? He recruited me from Cambridge when I was at university. Oh, I see. He likes them when they're young and innocent.
0: Oh, you went to Cambridge, did you? You must be clever. What do you study?
1: The Interpretation of Poetry, BA and an MA. Much
0: cool for that, is there?
1: Well, there is if you want to be a playwright, which
0: I am. Oh, you anyone I would have heard of? Christopher Marlowe. Nah, it's not ringing any bells, mate. What have you written?
1: My first play was called Tamburlaine the Great. Um. It played at the Red Bull Theatre.
0: I tell you what, it's shocking the number of art venues that are sponsored by drinks companies now. What's next? The Starbucks National Theatre? I'm sorry? What's it about? It's about an Asian
1: emperor. Well, actually, he's a shepherd and a bandit at the beginning.
0: What happens to the emperor? He gets
1: used as a footstool. Hey.
0: Ends with a wedding... That's where a lot of stories end. That doesn't help. Yeah, it's true. Why is that? Because the story's so boring after the wedding that it's not worth talking about. Perhaps you're more familiar
1: with its sequel, the second part of the bloody conquest of the mighty Tamburlaine.
0: Can you just call it Tamburlaine 2? No. Can you sum it up in one word? Violence. The Quentin Tarantino of the age, are we?
1: I don't know who that is. Never mind. Dr Faustus, have you heard of that one?
0: That rings a bell.
1: You might know it as the tragical history of the life and death of Dr Faustus.
0: No, I don't. Are you sure tragical's a word? Yes, it's a tragedy. It certainly is, in the English language.
1: No, the play is a tragedy.
0: What's this one about?
1: Faustus makes a pact with the devil, Lucifer.
0: Sells his soul, does he? Oh, you've seen it? No, it's just that it's the same plot whenever Lucifer is concerned. What does he get in return?
1: He gets to live for 24 years and can do magic.
0: Only 24 years?
1: Why didn't he ask for at least a 100? I didn't think of that.
0: Special effects, no doubt.
1: It has a dragon machine in it.
0: Now hang on, I think I've seen this. Julie Christie, is it? Who? Oh no, I was thinking of Dr Shivago. The Jew of Malta? I don't think Dr Shivago comes from Malta. I think he's Russian. Not sure if he's Jewish. No, my play is called The Jew of Malta. Oh right.
1: Or should I say, The Famous Tragedy of the Rich Jew of Malta.
0: It can't be that famous or I would have heard of it. You seem to like tragedies. Why not write a nice comedy for a change? Do you want to know what it's about or not? Go on. Do you
1: like revenge stories?
0: Not really. I don't see why people can't just sit down and have a cup of tea together and agree to disagree.
1: Are you sure you're a taxi driver? Yeah. Actually, its main theme is a skepticism of religious morality.
0: Nah. Doesn't sound like my kind of thing. I give up. I had that Edmund Spencer in the back of my cab once. You know, the fairy queen. Now he's a poet, isn't he? That's open to debate. Oh, right, yeah, sorry. That's what you study, presumably. Forgot you were an expert. I'm just not a fan of Spencer. What's the kind of thing you look at, then, at university? If you want to know
1: whether a syllable be long or short, you must consider what syllable of the foot it is. Right. If you want to know the reasons why it is long or short, you must observe what syllable of the word it is.
0: Yeah. I didn't go to university. Quite glad now.
1: Six years I was there. Still didn't end up with a respectable place in society. What do you mean? The lowest species of literary life is the popular playwright. Is it? Proper writers... Don't go anywhere near acting companies.
0: What do they do then?
1: They have patrons who pay them money.
0: Is that it? Their only source of income? Sounds a bit precarious to me.
1: They also write textbooks and court entertainment. Just not stuff for the masses. Oh, right.
0: So why didn't you get a proper job after university then?
1: My lowly origins didn't help. Lowly?
0: You mean working class?
1: My father was a shoemaker from Canterbury, but I was at least taught to read and write.
0: Now shoemakers are very good trade. We always need shoes.
1: Fortunately, I won a scholarship. But I had to work hard while the other boys were playing about.
0: I'm sure you've made up for it since.
1: And then there was my secret service work for the Privy Council. That tainted me.
0: Paid well though, I bet.
1: Not as much as you'd think. But intelligence gathering was a major growth industry at the time. Still is. And I was desperate for money. But I enjoyed the travelling.
0: Sounds very glamorous.
1: Where would you go? Flushing, in the Netherlands.
0: I'll take it back about the glamour.
1: (laughs) Three of us set up a counterfeiting scheme there. A what? We wanted to make some money. Literally, as one of us, Gifford, was a goldsmith. Whoa. It was ripe for the counterfeiting because Flushing was a multinational city. Lots of different currencies flowing in and out. Did you get caught? Yes. wasn't punished, though. Privy Council got me off in return for my spy work, you see.
0: Blimey. You must have had them over a barrel.
1: Privy Council frequently hired poets to be messengers on secret missions. Even Ben Johnson was recruited. You've heard of Ben Johnson, presumably?
0: Yes. He's a boxer, isn't he? No. I don't understand why you'd hire poets and playwrights to be spies. It don't make any sense. Secret agents are actors. Think about it. You mean actors who play secret agents?
1: I mean a lot of playwrights have combined intelligence gathering with writing. Have they? Spies and script writing have a lot in common.
0: Really? How's that? When
1: you write a play... You are telling the audience to look for the inward truth rather than the outward show of the production. Come again? To read between the lines, double meanings.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Plus, if you become a double agent, you get double the pain. A double agent? I was hired to trap people. What do you mean, trap? I infiltrated a group of people. I would then voice sedition and heresy. Okay. When they agreed with me, they were guilty. What happened then? The government used the evidence I provided to arrest them. Blimey. You're not wearing a wire now, are you? The problem with that kind of work is that it's hard for people to tell where my loyalties sit. I see. I have to lie to everyone. Well, you don't have to. I'm always under surveillance. No one believes anything I say.
0: Are we being followed? Who's that behind us? Well, I can't see anyone. And you're sure where you're going is safe, is it? Yes. You're not being led into a trap.
1: I am meeting my companions there Robert Poley, Nicholas Skerris, and Ingram Fritzer. They won't let anything happen to me.
0: Boys' night, eh?
1: I only consort with boys. I mean men.
0: Alright, I'll get you. Fair enough.
1: You know, it's common to share beds with other men. The school, the university, even my lodgings now in Norton Folgate.
0: That doesn't change until you get married. Even then, not necessarily. Norton Folgate. that's North London, isn't it? What's it like?
1: It has everything you need for a life in London. Taverns, gaming houses, bowling alleys, archery fields, and most importantly, theatres.
0: Sounds a bit dodgy to me.
1: Not at all. My neighbours are other creatives.
0: Like who? James Burbage.
1: You've heard of him, surely. Nah. Thomas Watson, the playwright?
0: Nah. Richard Tarlison, the actor. Still no. John Allen, the actor. Oh, I've heard of John Allen and his brother Edward. Oh,
1: we are very close. They got me in with Lord Admiral Howard.
0: Ah, yes, the Admiral's men.
1: Thomas Watson, on the other hand, <clears throat> got me arrested on suspicion of murder. What? This thug called Bradley, he had an issue with Watson and started a duel. Oh dear. Watson pierced him straight through the heart, but because I was with him at the time, I was arrested too. Oh. Thirteen days I was in Newgate before I was released.
0: That's quite a criminal record you're building there, mate.
1: Ask any justice of the peace around here and the first thing that will spring to mind is that I'm a violent street fighter. That doesn't say much for your plays. I just don't think people understand the themes of my plays. The social inequality. Who are you? Ken Loach. I have a strong attachment to stories about poverty. Poverty? Yes. Social mobility. Class animosity.
0: Sure. And you earn how much as a playwright?
1: A new play brings in six pounds.
0: Whereas a parson earns ten pounds in a year. Sure. Poverty.
1: What are you getting at?
0: Isn't there revenue sharing as well? We get all the income from the second performance. So when you say poverty... I didn't say I was poor myself. What? Consider this class animosity in person. You could write another play about it. What's the matter now? You could call it taxi driver.
1: Are you talking to me?
0: I knew I shouldn't have gone south of the river.
1: Next time, it's Bess of Hardwick and the estate agent. Does it have a conservatory?
0: The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Since 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact-check what you've heard on this person, visit our website, losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at synth 79 p and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History.